Hey guys, welcome in. I'm Bud Elliott, and this is the Nolcast Instant Reaction episode to your Florida State 41, Georgia Tech 16, Knowles victory. Game goes over, Knowles cover. Um, overall, a I think pretty uh, pretty pleasing day, not without some frustrations, but uh, I don't think that was Florida State's A game, and yet they still beat a conference foe. Uh, by 25 points. This will not be the longest episode that we have ever done. Uh, and by we, I mean me. But really, this played out uh, almost exactly like we told y'all it probably would in the preview. Um, so Georgia Tech came out and it played hard. It does have some difference makers on defense. Ultimately, though, not enough of them. And they do allow some explosive plays. Uh, in the run game, not as many in the past game, typically, and yet Florida State ripped them in this game. First half, 360 yards, now only 24 points. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but on the other side of the ball, Georgia Tech only had 24 first half yards, and uh, that's just really not going to get it done. Uh, you know, 240 yards for Georgia Tech in the second half. Again, uh, I kind of think that's situationally garbage time for the most part. Uh, they finished with 264 yards on the day. The Knowles finished with 642, including 396 through the air by Jordan Travis, uh, 246 on the ground. So, um, I mean, I, okay, what, what do we say here? Georgia Tech is not a good football team. They are one of the worst teams you will play all year. I think if you had like a round-robin tournament of all the ACC teams right now, Georgia Tech would finish uh, second to last. And I only put them second to last because of the what happened to Boston College today, which is that they lost their quarterback, Dracovic, and also another offensive lineman. So I don't know if you all were kind of following that on your phone or not. Probably not, but they lost to UConn, which is pretty pretty tough. Anyway, so let's take a look at some of these numbers. I, I, a couple things. We, let's go over the goals we had, right? Comfortable win? Check. Don't get anybody seriously hurt who matters? As far as I know, check. You wanted to see positive signs out of Fabian Lovett? He came back and he, he played a pretty good number of snaps. Jared Verse looked pretty good. I thought the linebackers on, on the day looked pretty good. Secondary, still a bit of an issue. There were too many open throwing lanes. Uh, and open receivers for Georgia Tech, but they were not always able to capitalize on them. Jeff Sims, quarterback for the Yellow Jackets, did not go. As we told you, he probably would not because mobility is a big part of his game and the fact that he was dinged up in the last game pretty bad, uh, which was a continuation of a prior injury. Uh, the first kid that Georgia Tech ran out there, the, the Zach Gibson, really, uh, really struggled. I mean, two of three for zero yards. The other kid, uh, Pyron, was actually not that bad. I mean, 18 of 28 for Buck 98. Almost all in garbage time, though. The, the Knowles didn't allow a damn thing on the ground, which I think was the real key here. You did not want Georgia Tech to rush the football uh, against you. And indeed, uh, even some of these numbers are misleading. The, the longest Georgia Tech run was a 15-yarder, I think, on third in like a 25 situation. So uh, it's rare that you have a 15-yard run uh, be a a failure, if you will, but I, I do feel like that's kind of what you had there. Um, so anyway, that's uh, that's kind of what you got, got going on there. Defensively, I liked most of what I saw. Uh, 
again, guys open in the secondary, but you had a large amount of havoc created in the Georgia Tech backfield. 10 tackles for loss on the day on only 61 plays. So about one in every six uh, snap that Georgia Tech took went for loss and uh, four sacks on the day. Now, offensively, he ran the ball uh, pretty effectively. Not great, but pretty effectively. 43 for 246. Uh, He had one sack allowed on the day. So take that out, and you're at about 253, I guess on 42 carries, uh, so nothing to sneeze at. Georgia Tech is an okay defensive front. The one thing I will say is that I'm pretty impressed by the Knowles, uh, the consistency with which they ran the football, uh, because Georgia Tech had been a team that would not allow you to run it consistently, but they would just occasionally give up a bomb. And uh, today, the largest run, or the longest run you had was 27 yards. You had a number of runs that were in sort of that four to 15-yard range, and I, I, I like seeing that. Uh, passing game-wise, this is sort of what you want to see out of Jordan Travis. Now, there were definitely some frustrating moments. You had guys run poor routes, right? You had dudes step out of bounds before they caught the ball uh, for no reason. You had bad drops. You had some miscommunications. You also had guys making really nice plays on balls and beating defenders. And granted, like, yeah, it's Georgia Tech, but they're they're not a terrible defense. They're just a bad, like a really, really bad offensive team. Uh, and you ripped him for 642, so I do like seeing that. Now, you might say, hey, bud, uh, only 41 points on 642 yards seems like it's pretty poor. And, and look, I, I agree. I, I I would expect to have more yards uh, given that po- – or excuse me, more, more points given that yardage output. And ultimately, you don't have that. So why don't you have that? I think it's an interesting question. And for me, one of the main things to look at here is – Jordan Travis, zero carries on the day. Zero. Zero scrambles. Zero design runs. Nothing. This is a different offense if Jordan Travis is allowed to run the football in the red area. We know that this offensive line is not good enough, due to who's injured, to push people around down there. That is why you need to go wildcat or you need to use Travis's legs. They were clearly not willing today to use Travis's legs. You can't tell me that with how aggressive Georgia Tech is, that that was not a, a call by the staff. And in fact, if you look at our prize pick segment, uh, we said Jordan Travis rushing under 40 yards, pretty easy. Just reading the tea leaves. You have Miami on deck, right? I mean, that's a pretty important game, even if Miami does not look particularly good right now. Uh, so just thinking about this, I understand why you have the lower output in the red or in the red zone as far as just overall point total. Field goals, you're okay on the day. Uh, another thing here to look at is that you did have one, two, uh, three, four, five drives start inside your own 20-yard line. So uh, <clears throat> you didn't create any turnovers, right? You had a turnover on downs, but you didn't actually create any turnovers on the day. So you didn't give your offense any short field. So every time you wanted to score, you had to go long distances. The touchdown drive lengths were 80, 90, 66, 91, and 97. You had field goal drives of 74 and 24. Uh, however, you yourself had two turnovers on the day, three uh, three total fumbles, two lost. Again, it's kind of kind of random. That's why you don't want to actually fumble the ball. Uh, but, man, you can't I, – I don't know. When I see this, I see how well they move the ball, and I'm looking at it. And I say, okay, 
would they have scored one more touchdown in the red area uh, or in sort of the compressed short field area if they had Jordan Travis run? I, I think it's possible. Yeah, I do. Um, Johnny Wilson, nice day from him. Three catches for 111 yards, including that 78-yarder. You had a 62-yarder from Lawrence Toa Philly. I think when, when we pull the numbers on this, the success rate passing on the day probably will not be incredibly high. I mean, 24 for 38, but the explosiveness will obviously be off the charts. No, uh, no interceptions from Jordan. So pretty good on the day, man. Like this is a comfortable win for the Knowles. They move to five and three on the season. That means they are one win away from bowl eligibility. Uh, important to note here that, uh, and look, this may or may not be a thing, probably not a thing in, in two weeks, but uh, Syracuse today lost at home to Notre Dame and Syracuse's quarterback was knocked out of the game in the early part of the second half. So they were down to their backup. Now they were, they were already trailing at that time. Miami, who you go play next week, won 14 to 12 in triple overtime today at Virginia. And there are some fairly serious offensive issues with that, uh, that Miami team right now, as it does not appear that they have their guys back. So uh, yeah, that's just some stuff that I'm looking at there. By the way, interestingly, in other ACC action, Louisville is about to be up uh, 13 to nothing on Wake Forest. So uh, very uh, interesting look there for the Deeks. I don't know what's uh, what's going on in uh, in Louisville, but anyway, um, I, uh, I this is really all I have for this. I'm going to go back and watch it again, as I always do. 9 of 15 on third down was pretty good on, on your conversions. You know, you, one of two on fourth, 13 penalties. So there, there was some sloppiness to this. And yet I understand it. The crowd was not good today. You had Halloween weekend, which people want to do stuff. Overcast weather looked like you know, it might rain. I, I Three-game losing streak. I get it. I do. And we talk about this too. Like teams play differently as far as your energy level in big games as opposed to small games. And in this game, I don't think FSU's energy level when it came out was quite the same as it was normally. But yet, this could have been an even bigger blowout if you don't have the fumble and a 70-yard fumble return. Uh, I mean, really, that was that 70-yard fumble return was 3x, basically, what Georgia Tech had in terms of actual offensive yards for the entire first half. Ingram and I will join you again on Monday. We'll talk a little, little extra recruiting after what's gone on in the state this week and uh, we will get you all prepped for the Miami game. Appreciate you guys supporting our sponsors, Louisiana hot sauce, Charlie park, tarpon sellers, legendary home loans and congruity HR solutions. Those guys are awesome. You see them at the bottom of our screen. If you are on our YouTube channel, make sure that you do check out the YouTube channel and we will join you guys again soon, but got to feel pretty good to play your kind of B ish game against a bad conference opponent and win by 25 with a, you know, very late concession touchdown at the end. Game really never in doubt after the first, uh, I don't know, 20, uh, after the first 20 minutes, game really wasn't in doubt. So, all right, guys, I will see you next time.